pin report. We can keep talking, but I'm. Uh, uh, no. Oh, hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting episode of Forfeit Podcast. I'm Metal Matt. I'm drinking alcohol. We've got Big John Stud. He's drinking alcohol, a double, mind you. We've got the J Lo. I think he's the only sober one here. And not Wild drink, Bill, not drinking alcohol. I saw him. I saw him crack a Guinness. So, Look cheers, everybody. Look it's thirst. It's thirsty Thursday. There it is. What can I say? Cheers. What are you drinking? Some fucking. What are you drinking? Like a, a, a seltzer? Yeah, man. No, not you. I know you're. No, not. I am. I am. Drink. Well, I just. Well, okay, so I just finished a. Um, Oh, so she pants IPA by Dewey beer. And now I'm on to these culinary crafted cocktails. I figured I'd give it a, a, a whirl. It's a vodka crush. Do you drink it's, that with uh, a blood orange mango? You drink it with a pinky up. What do you do? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, I'll try it. <laughs> How is it? There you go. <laughs> How's that form? This one. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So okay, I so we're, you fools. It's so we're getting into we're getting into this paintball shit again, okay? Because Jesse just got shot five thousand times this weekend again. The annual ambush, the Normandy uh, assault, great success. You almost burnt down the campsite again. Um, n- you now have heated shower water, and have, you can we- cook your steaks in used bath water. From what no, I understand, no, no, we don't <laughs> use use bath water. It's we, <laughs> we discovered that the water that we heat to use for the showers is the proper temperature. We could use the sh- the the fifty five gallon drums of water as giant sous vide machines. So we sous vide some steaks and. But you had a grill. <laughs> yeah, but it, I think the beauty had, of it is is that you can slow cook it. It's over a period of time and then it gets tender and then you you capture that tenderness when you remove it from the bag and you and it's 30 seconds on either side almost like a a searing right oh yes and then it traps the it traps everything in the juices the tenderness and then it's uh it's um it's just something to do with the capital grill and then exactly and then exactly (laughs) use bath water in some philly you you use um (laughs) Use a flamethrower to sear the steaks instead wow. of the I grill. Mean, when you want to get that char just right. Yes. But the ongoing thing still uh, ex- um, exists here, right, fellas? Like, Jesse still wants to shoot John with his paintball gun repeatedly because John thinks he can outrun the paintball gun. And Bill and I sit here speechless because we just don't want to get involved. I don't want to get involved either. Because we kind of know what's going to happen. We kind of know what would happen. What would happen? Well, Ben was made years ago when we were all probably in a little better shape. You know, this wasn't this initiated like when we were still drinking alcohol, though. Okay. (laughs) Well, we played basketball. Yeah, we had, you know, I don't know your cardio game right now. I don't want to diss it, but. I mean, if I got if I got to run like ten yards, like I think I'm okay with that. Well, I I have zero. I have zero cardio game right now. So it's one of those that I fear. I, I, I fear you trying to do cuts and stops might might tweak a hammy going on. And then I think I, I, I think Jesse would probably light you up. Yeah. I mean, the okay. paintball gun shoots 280 feet per second and can do 20 balls per second. So, 
there's a pretty good chance I'm the gonna odds go. are stacked up against you is what he's and I'm saying. Sure, I'm sure you shoot really straight and on point and on target when you've had 14 natter days, a suve steak and listening to, uh, I don't know what you're listening to down there, but fish, that hopefully fish, fish. fish. John, don't you work, bro. to, to be able to, to pepper you with paint. I will be focused like a laser beam and dead sober. I want to enjoy this. Is that all it takes to get you like, like, laser focus because maybe we'll do that before episodes and stuff oh boy we'll start on that. <laughs> listen uh, when you want to put up the money i'll be ready you put up the band i'll put up the band we'll figure out the the distance that's that's fair for everyone i think we had a distance before it was between my sh- the two sheds in my backyard which is about what how how far probably like 50 50 50 60 feet okay all right. 50, 60 feet. How I far are you? 50 yards. Huh? How are you away from me? From my, it would be from my deck. So probably 20 feet away. Oh, that's not, that's not fair. That's not well, fair. I'm just standing with an apple on my head. No, that's not fair. <laughs> Jesus. You'd have to be at least double the distance away from John Easily. to yeah. make it fair. I make it, it's fair. Yeah. yeah. And then you get, I mean, like, let me ask you this. You see, Jesse left that out this whole time. Like, he, he was you know, blank the entire time. He was yeah, going to yeah. be like in a ghillie suit, like yeah. right in front of the point shed. Point blank. Point blank. Right. Yeah. Um, my, my question, Jesse, is how accurate, like, if we were to set up like a, like a bar stool out there and put a can of Coke, uh-huh. how accurate do you think you'd be, like, shot for shot? I'm not talking like unloading, you know, 20,000 20, rounds per second here. But if you were going like, you know, semi-automatic, bang, 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 bang. Um, h- how accurate do you think you could be? I with the the setup that I have with a good paint match, I could hit the can on the second or third shot. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So like, I like the video of that now. Like I feel like you should go tomorrow over the weekend, set up a a little a little. Uh, pardon me, a, uh, a stool, a little can of paint, or a little uh, beer bottle. And let's get a live shot of you. I think our listeners would love to see that of you uh, bang banging. Yeah, it's like it's it's the the setup that I have is is incredibly accurate. How, is it a? How about I do you have a handgun? I do have a handgun, but the gun that I use is like kind of like a it it's like a specific style gun, so it doesn't really look like a machine gun, but it's bigger than a handgun. If you use the handgun, how how accurate would you be? Oh, that, those things are wildly inaccurate. Okay, so we would use the, the we would use the handgun for the uh, the first thing back and forth. <laughs> well, also the, the other thing with those is it's like a that, those are like mag fed, mm-hmm. so I might only be able to get like two shots off, two three shots off before you've scampered away like a bunny rabbit. I think we're I think we've we've found the fair ammunition and weapon for this for this. <laughs> it's perfect fine with me handgun it is and they don't shoot nearly as hard either perfect i think it's fair for everyone we'll take the 20 to 1 odds on me getting to one shed for the other no big deal bill can hold the money he ain't going anywhere at the bakery ain't open yet what's that that's he right he ain't going anywhere baby because the bakery ain't open yet that's right <laughs> quoted from yeah. one of the greatest one of the greatest 90 90s movies ever yeah, that's uh, a little insulting. They did a remake. A little insulting. I'll never watch it. 
You guys haven't seen it yet? So they make everything. Right? Yet? Haven't seen it yet? Uh, how about uh, never? I'm never watching that. Oh, Jesus, okay. I'm never watching that. But speaking of Woody Harrelson, I did watch his new movie, which is also a basketball theme called Champions. Yeah, that looks like a good one. It's pretty entertaining. Really? It's, it's a fun movie. Yeah. Okay. Highly recommended if you are a Woody Harrelson and or basketball fan. I will also uh, throw a recommendation. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw Netflix has that new series out called Quarterback. Quarterback. Is it out? It is out. I watched episode one. It features Patrick Mahomes, who has been in my existence, um, with, uh, believe it or not. I don't understand Kirk, why. Why, Kirk John? Cousins, I'll get into that. Give me a why? second. Why? Yeah, I want to know why. Kirk Cousins and, and, and yeah. you know who the third one is? Who? Marcus Mariota. Okay. You're, Why? You're because because guy. he's because he was hyped up and then like shit the bed and now he's like trying to pick up the pieces and figure out his life. Well, this this follows him from last year. So, okay. um, yeah, I, I mean, basically that. I mean, from the rise and the fall. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, um, he was coming from where? Like the he was I, coming I, from Tennessee the Raiders or the, the Tennessee the Raiders. T- no, Raiders. The right. Raiders to us, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. so, us meaning the Philadelphia Eagles. Go birds, go birds. For uh, for those uh, listeners who don't don't know and don't care to know, we are Philadelphia fans, fans some, of all teams. Some of us on this podcast are fans of all teams, but not fans of all the players. No, no, not fans but, of all the players. No, no. And we we repeatedly over you know every couple months we we this topic keeps coming up. Oh boy! Oh boy! And it keeps getting regurgitated. Oh boy! Refill, everybody get a refill. Well, listen, before <laughs> before we get to that, yeah. okay, <clears throat> John, you you so. you dropped an interesting <clears throat> um, graphic in our group chat mm. about you can only pick two. It's Eagles themed. So we're staying with the the theme of the Eagles right now, even though they're not in season. We should be talking about maybe Bryce Harper and the Phillies, but it's fine. We'll talk about the Eagles because I like this. This is this is good banter, especially with a couple drinks flowing. So you can only pick two, and it has nine scenarios of which. You could reverse the scenario, right, John? Correct. So it's it's basically like, if this happened, would you pick this? Like, and you can only pick two that you would want to go back in time with, you know, with with the DeLorean, go back, dial in the date and the time, and and reverse the outcome, right? And so and Matt, hold on, before I interrupt you, I just want to go ahead. No, second. you're not interrupting. No, I want to. I just want to shout out to at. A two D radio. I don't want to. We, we ripped the. I mean, this was on Twitter, um, so I just want to make sure that we don't get a cease and desist from them. Um, but this was there, so thank you, thank you for this for <laughs> this. I don't want this the content. No, thank you for this content that we will probably shred apart and 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 virtually fist fight over. Uh, <laughs> so I'll list them one to nine in case you guys. You don't even need miss to, this in the group chat answers on this whole thing. It's only, there's, really only there's, two. there's literally only two. I have two. 
correct. So I will read off one through nine. So all of our listeners are aware. Um, We have number one, re-sign Reggie White. Number two, Alshon catches it versus Saints. Number three, keep Deshaun and LaShawn. Number four, no fog versus the Bears in 1988. Number five, Randall has fully healthy career. Number six, Jalen doesn't fumble in the Super Bowl. Number seven, Namdi lives up to the hype. Number eight, the Eagles don't choke versus the Bucks in 2002. Number nine, McNabb and T.O. never feud. Who goes first? I mean, I I'll go first. There's only fucking two answers on this whole thing. Here we go. Number one is number four. No fog versus the Bears in 1988. That era of Eagles deserved a championship. That was their year. They got robbed by Mother Nature. Fuck Mother Nature and the Bears. Number two is number nine. McNabb and T.O. never feud because that's Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame territory right there. If they would have just put their shit aside, who knows what would have happened? And all these other ones can fuck all the way off. Well, Matt, you failed the test, but that's okay. There's always, there's always, there's always a chance to retake. Not really, not really on a debate. I mean, I can say the two, then we, then we can go to the next segment because there's really only two answers. I just like to, I just like to over dramatize that because just for you know, good. Good podcasting. But. The first, the first answer, without a doubt, not even close, is Jalen Hurts fumble. That literally cost you the Super Bowl. That nah. completely. Uh, no, you failed the test too, Bill. We might as well go to the next. Yeah, that, I think that's the only answer. And then the only other one is the Alshon drop against the Saints because Nick Foles nah. run back to back Super Bowls, and there would be no Carson Wentz error to need to be needed. And we probably would have four rings by now. Bill, Bill obviously read this like the first time, like as I was reading it right now. <laughs> I, I will say something about it. On July thirteenth really at nine fifty-two, I agree with Bill on one thing. <laughs> Why? And it was the Alshon catches it versus the Saints. That's it. The catch, the Alshon catch wasn't a touchdown. I don't understand how people. Yeah, think I don't understand that. They were magically going to win yeah, that game. I don't game. get that either. Okay, yeah. next, Jesse. Yeah. Next, Bill, you fail. Yeah, it's Jesse. Next, it's, it's six and nine. Six and nine. Jalen doesn't fumble, and McNabb. Okay, because I, I, I still don't get the Jalen thing. Well, I, I'll just because I'll, it was a ten, I, it was a we'll talk about points. we'll talk about it after everyone. It everyone, everyone swing in the it, they would have been up big at half if he doesn't I, fumble. All right, so, I get it. I, I get it. all right. It, and Matt's right. Like <clears throat> both of them are probably Hall of Famers if they could have gotten along. And we well, probably one of them is before. one of them is so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, they would have probably, who knows? I mean, that could have been dynasty potential. I mean, yeah. who knows? Yeah, like they would have been, they would have been the best. I mean, they already were the when best. When they were getting team. along and they were on, it was unstoppable. That year it was, was it so was one long. year though. One year, but we saw yeah. it though. I mean, yeah. So, all right, John, go it's, ahead. It wasn't, it wasn't going to magically go away. They were going to keep playing like that, but they couldn't get along. What do you got, John? Well, we can unpack that for another episode. Uh, definitely number two, Alshon versus the Saints. <clears throat> Man. Eagles Eagles end up going to another championship game. Um, Nick Foles is here. Carson Wentz doesn't get the $100 million contract. And uh, 
we might be looking at multiple Super Bowls. Okay. Um, I, I tend to agree with number nine because I think that that was the uh, that was one of the best. I agree with you guys. I think it's one of the best. I think it could have been a dynasty. I agree with you. Um, but I think number five for me is probably one of the. I wasn't part of that error. I, I was. I was. I was a wee baby, um, but I was young enough to have Randall Cunningham as one of my favorites. Um, but I think that he would have been with that team. Um, he was the the original um, mobile quarterback. I, I would have loved to see that. Um, that's why. That's and that's why I leaned more towards four five, because. Yeah. I felt like out of all those years, that was their year, mm-hmm. you know, like in that error, I would have loved to have seen that error of e- of Eagles get one. And that would have been that I, to me, I think that was the year for them. Like much like we think the the, the year that the, the, the process Sixers was the Jimmy Butler year where it was the double doink on the rim. Kawhi, you know, hits the shot. You know, who would have known if he didn't hit that shot? Sure. Who knows? I think you could also make arguments, Matt, too, for like eight and even. You can make arguments for all of them. Like, there's no wrong answer. It's just we're busting balls. You know what I mean? Like, Nandi Asa living up to the hype. Like, that's that's a trash one. Like, to be honest with you, that was like. Well, Nandi living up to the hype, but like, let's not forget what team Nandi was on. That was like the quote unquote dream team that was supposed to just dominate, right? So. If if he lived up to the hype, who knows what you know? The, the Jalen doesn't fumble thing, I think, is like I think so, there was too many other factors that went into us losing that game. Jalen well, played an unbelievable game. It's unfortunate that the one mistake he did make is arguably one of the reasons why people think that we could have lost, and it is a valid argument uh, given when it happened, how it happened, why it happened. It's just, you know, there were other, there were other reasons why the Chiefs defeated the Eagles. I think, I think if you were a Patriots fan and this was like you can only pick two, one of the ones would be Tom Brady doesn't fumble against Brandon Graham's strip sack, and I think that's the, that's the similar thing where I look at this like, okay, if Tom Brady doesn't fumble and and we don't re- get that ball in, in F- Super Bowl 52. It doesn't guarantee that they were going to win the Super Bowl. The same thing with the Jalen Hurts thing. Like if he didn't fumble, it doesn't it didn't guarantee that we were going to win the game. I mean, well, yeah. it's not the same, it's that not the same with the, the, midfield driving on a, on a fourth down before halftime that completely swung the momentum. Handing a defensive touchdown to the to the Chiefs that literally couldn't do anything on offense against us literally sparked it. We lost by what? Three points. We gave them seven points right there. Do the but math. Isn't that the, isn't that well, we are, our defense also like fell asleep. Our defensive but, coordinator was, uh, his head was in, uh, no, in, they were, I mean, but when you think about it, we lost by three points and we handed them seven there. So do the math. That, that argument think, though, doesn't that cut the same way for, um, the Alshon? Like it, the Alshon yes. play wasn't a touchdown. But it was a first down. We were driving. We had momentum, and that was Nick Foles, and we had the Nick Foles magic. And Alshon's a piece of shit. Yeah, but hold lost. on, hold on. Let's. They they lost their right guard, and and once they lost their right guard, they didn't score another point. I don't think in the rest of that game. No, no, no. They no. We scored a fifth now because we were up fourteen. And then stopped scoring. 
Now we lost like 27, 23. Like we lost by like four or five points. We scored, but we, but we went, we, we, we had two shitty quarters and then we scored in the fourth quarter. I don't know if they were just field goals only, but yeah, I don't think they were touchdowns. Like they don't, they lost didn't like score. 24, 20 or something that game. You want to check? But I'm pretty sure we had two field goals in the second half. I think while you guys check and fact check that, I think for me personally, 20 to 14 for obvious reasons, because yeah, you right, guys Jesse. know me. You're right, Jesse. Yeah. Like they didn't score points. They weren't going to win a Super Bowl without Brandon, without Brandon Brooks. He like, scored 14 points in the first quarter. New Orleans scored 10 in the second three in the, I'm sorry, seven in the third and a field goal in the fourth. Yeah. Like <clears> that, 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 was it, magic. that was, that was a whole story saga. So, so, so number three for me is like the weakest link based on how those guys, after they left the Eagles, how their careers continued. I think, I think we were okay. Well, like letting Deshaun and LaShawn go. Like, I think we were all right. Well, if you look at the records and things that happened after that, things don't happen. Like if you keep LaShawn and Deshaun, Chip Kelly's probably here. We don't win that Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm 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 okay with it. Like now, re resigning Reggie White, we didn't resign him. He went on and won a chip. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. I think that's a way more valid. And you're talking about an all time all timer. Yeah, Reggie I mean, again, he, I mean that I don't want to say he was ring chasing, but I mean he wasn't. I mean, I, I, he might have been, but. I don't no, know. He was, I, he was chasing the rain and good for him. He deserved good it. for him. And, well, and honestly, that era of Eagles football was fucking gross. You had an owner who had checked out and didn't want to spend any money. And, you know, the players were getting kind of screwed with was that rich co No, well, back then. I don't think so. Was was, was that it? Was was was, was it Rich Cotite? It might have been. Never it mind. might have been Cotite. But I mean, the owners weren't good. Like, wasn't that still? Um, yeah, that was pre Lori because pre Lori brought him in the mid or late nineties. Yeah, so like that's Brain. Isn't that still Brian Brayman owned them? Yeah. Lori yeah. Lori came in what ninety four. Ninety four. Ninety four. Norman sold him in ninety four. Oh, then Reggie was still here. Right? No. Or was that the year he left? No, Reggie left in 92. Yeah, I don't think Lori would have let Reggie get out of the building. Uh, but then again, they let Dawkins leave, so. And then they blamed it on the fact. Well, I think it was the same situation, the though. Did we hear that story? 92. You're right, John. I'm right about something. Yeah, yeah. Green Bay Packers. You're right on the ground. 93 to 98. Yeah. Panthers 2000? I also, um, yeah, he played for the Panthers as well. Yeah. Um, also want to bring up uh, one thing, too, to you guys. We were talking about movies. I want to talk about books, too, for a second. Yeah. I just finished Check a great out. book. Books. Check them out. I, I just uh, finished a great book called The World's Richest Man. It was a story about Jerry Wallman. I don't know if you are all familiar with Jerry Wallman. Jerry no. Wallman, a years ago, bought the Eagles um, way back in the 60, 65, no, 63, 64, 65. Um, he was the architect, literally figure, not architect, but figuratively uh, helped bring the spectrum here, um, basically built the spectrum. 
obviously never set foot in it, was also the architect um, figuratively bringing the Flyers franchise to Philadelphia. Um, he was a, I don't give away the book, but he, he was a very, um, he was in real estate, did a lot of real estate dealings, bought the, grew up in um, Pennsylvania, showing Shenandoah Valley area. Um, lifelong dream to sort of buy the Eagles, bought the Eagles, lost everything, never wanted to sell the Eagles, ended up having to sell the Eagles. Um, and fun fact, Ed Snyder was a huge part of the Eagles in the early 60s and part of that whole sort of um, uh, error um, ended up where Ed Snyder ended up leaving or getting fired sort of by by uh, Jerry Wallman and ended up sort of keeping the the, the Flyers franchise and sort of how I, I don't want to ruin it. Read the book. It's an excellent read. Um, Jerry Wallman, The World's Richest Man. That's all I got to say. Good. That. Sounds yeah. interesting. Check it out. Sounds like a whirlwind of uh, just, you know. Had no idea about the guy. No idea. Like, you know, you hear about Norman Braman we just talked about. Uh, hear about Leonard Tose. Had no idea about Jerry Wallman. No idea. His his daughter, fun fact, too, uh, was the uh, the writer of the Eagles fight song, believe it or not. So fun fact for all you quizzo. It sounds nerds. like. It sounds like, you know, when when you dive into a lot of these owners, right, it's like a hope and a dream and, you know, a set of balls, mm. you know, yeah. and they don't really know. I mean, back, we look back and we see the press conferences and they got the suits on and they're they're saying all the right things. It's like, man, these guys are fucking, you know, they know what they're doing. It's like. You know, they get behind the, you know, they close their office doors and they, they pour, you know, five fingers of, of bourbon or whatever. And they're just like, what the hell am I going to, I mean, we've seen it. We've seen all the documentaries. We've, we've heard interviews. We've seen, I don't know if you guys have watched, you know, winning, uh, winning time on HBO. I know it's been, you know, had, you know, hot and cold, uh, reviews and such, but I watched the first season and it kind of dives into, and I know it's over dramatized or whatnot, but like. Jerry Buss didn't know what the fuck he was doing all the time. He hmm. was just going with his gut, you know, and, and, and hoping that it was, you know, it would, it would, it would, it would, it would work out. It's like, you know, and I think a lot of that is like, I don't know. I have a lot of respect for that. You know, in, in 1963, you know, to buy the Eagles for $5 million. That's big. Is like, that's yeah. like, you know, you know, that's, that's probably like $500 million now. Yeah, and then you more fast forward how many years later, you know, f- yeah. 40-some years later, 30-some years later, Jer- Jeffrey Lurie buys it for $185 million, and it's evaluated now at like two-point-something billion, three-point-something billion. Yeah, yeah. You know, if he would have – and that's sort of what the book sort of gets into. If he would have not been – I don't want to say bamboozled, but had such bad real estate dealings and ways he did things – he would have been the world's richest man with all the real estate that he owned. He would have been the world's richest man. And he, it might've changed the course of the Eagles franchise as it is today. Um, I mean, he was huge. I, I, I just want to paraphrase too. Like he helped bring uh, Steve Sable um, together with the NFL to start NFL films. Like don't definitely read up on him. Like he, he, he's one of those guys where you're like, Holy shit. I didn't realize the, the amount of influence this guy had. In, and you got to think like, some of that just organically happened. You know, it wasn't all like planned out, thought of. It was just, you know, it just organically comes about. And it's, it's, that's why things like that are just so interesting. And, 
it's inspiring, really. I mean, I'd love to anyone, see a movie about it. It really would be a great movie. Yeah, it'd be great. That would that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, so we're talking about you know Philly Philly sports, the Eagles, athletes, coulda woulda shouldas. Let's talk about the current athletes a little bit mm-hmm. and, and what, you know, how they're writing their, their, their books currently, because, you know, the jury's still out on, on, on a lot of these guys. And, and, you know, we often talk about how, you know, guys that have kind of, you know, that we grew up watching and idolizing and, 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 and have, have retired. And, you know, we kind of, have conflicting opinions as to like how their <coughs> careers shook out for various reasons and, and, and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I, there's been a lot of chatter about, you know, certain athletes being a little bit more important than others lately. Mm. So, um, you know, you know, there's, there's, there's floating opinions about Jalen hurts and his value to, to the city of Philadelphia. We have Joel Embiid who is, is, has been beloved for the past several years. Um, I feel like that, that might be, be changing a little bit over the past year or two. Um, not necessarily with the entire city, but maybe with the likes of us here on the podcast. And then there's the one Bryce Harper who has been the, the kind of the, uh, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for. The, um, bag for some on this. just the, the trigger point for some people on this podcast, mm. it brings up, it brings up strong opinion. He brings up, I shouldn't say it. He brings up strong opinions, uh, for various reasons, right? Uh, one being the amount of money he signed onto for the, for the Phillies, right? Some of us, most of us I'd say on this podcast are okay with it. Some of us are not. Um, I, 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 for one, uh, when, when we, when we look at the, the overall scope of Philadelphia sports and the people who we value in this city and the ones that we call the leaders of certain teams, the Eagles, the Sixers, the Flyers, the Phillies, the union, so on and so forth. I, I, I look at Bryce Harper and I, I really the based on what we've gotten out of Bryce Harper so far, I really don't see any issues with his, his productivity and his performance so far based on the amount of years that he signed for the amount of money compared to other people, which is again, you can't always compare baseball to basketball or basketball to football or football to baseball, different amount of years, different amount of money. But at the same token, I think Bryce Harper compared to a Joel Embiid, what he's done so far and a Jalen hurts, what he's done so far. I, I, I don't see, I don't see what the issue is. Um, so I'm, I'm opening up the table to, to, to hear everyone's opinion here, because uh, that, that was basically my question is what does Bryce Harper have to do to compare to other 
athletes that are valued and, and beloved here in the city based on what they've done so far and the amount of money that they've signed on to, what does he ultimately have to do to get the respect? Because I, I, I just, I'm, I'm struggling there. Is that a question for me or is that just a question oh, for the yeah, guy? Probably basically for you because oh, oh, oh. you're probably the only one that guys are gaslighting me. You guys, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I kept it pretty general there, but okay. I mean, well, I mean, okay. I, I, I can get more, I can get granular. I'm prepared. No, let, me, let, me so. the onion a let me unpack the onion a bit. Okay. So Bryce Harper was courted to the Philadelphia Phillies. We would agree. Correct. Yeah, I mean, he was a free agent. He was probably okay. the biggest name. He's a free agent. Out of all those three guys, he was a free agent. He played for another team. He played there for how many years? A long time. Drafted from that team. Basically got into free agency and was courted by many of teams. He chose the Philadelphia Phillies. We all agree. Great. Joel Embiid, drafted by the Eagle, or excuse me, drafted by the Sixers, um, injured off off the cuff. Um, ended up not playing for, uh, I believe, a year or two based on the foot injury, correct? He kind of did the old put him on the shelf and wait till he's healthy deal. And then within two years was given a hundred and some million dollar contract. We would all agree with that, correct? Uh, he was given a four-year, $213 million contract. Really? Fully okay. guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. And that was, okay, yeah, fine. Uh, based on number one, never, never making playoffs. Correct. At that point in his career, never really doing much of anything other than being, you know, uh, yeah, a, a lovable guy, mm-hmm. tremendously talented and, and, and packed with potential. So, um, which he I think, that. which I think he's, I think he's somewhat delivered up onto on that potential. I Somewhat, think, I, I, you know, I'm. Listen, I'm not, you know, I, I think he's, he's delivered somewhat. So, I you think can keep going. You can I keep think going. Key but. word there. I think it's a great word. We're going to come back to his potential. Yes. Okay. I think, I think Bryce Harper has potential. I think Joel Embiid has potential. I think Jalen Hurts has potential. I think all of them, uh, we all agree, have. I think we can all agree with that potential. I think the problem with some of those people, some of those three individuals, I think you're going to have to have other people around them to help pull out the potential or for them to get any sort of quote unquote respect as you're using that term. Mm-hmm. They're going to have, a, they're going to need a lot of other people around them to help get that, get the, get them to over the mountaintop. Okay. When we talk about Jalen hurts and what I was talking about earlier today was that, being the quarterback of an NFL team, there's only 30, 32 players that can do that. In the city of Philadelphia, which we would all agree it is a major market for sports, um, one of the top, at least top three in my opinion, it's against just my opinion, but I'm sure the stats would tell you the same thing. Being that, just being given the five-year, whatever the price amount of money was, what was it, 200 something, 250? It was um, five year worth two hundred fifty five million dollars. Of that, um, one hundred and ten million being fully guaranteed. Okay, so, uh, so again, a guy drafted, 
drafted drafted in the second round as a insurance policy um, for a quarterback that was already given a long term deal um, that never panned out, and a guy who was basically saying, given the keys and saying, "Hey, you're going to run the show, and it's going to be you're either going to you're either going to fail miserably and you're going to be gone, or you're going to be able to." Um, capitalized at your <coughs> potential and value um, the harder you work. So if I were to base my – let me go back to a second. Like the, the idea that we'd all agree that a quarterback is the most important position in sports, um, left right field is not as important in baseball, and center and in the NBA today is not as important. So when I made the comment today that Jalen Hurts is the most important – Philadelphia athlete in the city, I stand behind that. I mean, I, I don't know how you could argue against that. I'm, 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 I'm willing to listen to other opinions and, and, and discussions about other players. I don't think Bryce Harper is that important to the Phillies. I think he's he's definitely a cog, but again, the Phillies have won without Bryce Harper. And quite honestly, he's been injured roughly – 40% of his career here so far, according to my statistics. So, I mean, that doesn't really help, help your, help your argument there. Joel Embiid, you could also argue probably has a worse injury history. And as far as performance concerned, you know, okay, both of those guys have Joel Embiid talking about him and Bryce Harper. Yes, they've won MVPs. That's great. Talked about individual awards. Um, I think everyone sort of knows our, our agreement on, on individual awards, I think that, again, Joel Embiid is important. I don't think he's the most important. I think I think Bryce Harper is important. I don't think he's the most important. But when Jalen Hurts is concerned, um, we've seen when he's not in the game, we've seen what he does for the team, and he is the most important. Athlete. I just don't understand how when you have three completely different sports played completely different ways, how you can pick one guy and say he's the most important player in Philadelphia sports. I just, it doesn't compute to me. Um, We all watched the Phillies go on this epic run out of nowhere. No one picked the Phillies to go to the world series last year, but yet they stood toe to toe against the best team in baseball. Yes. They lost to the best team in baseball, but if you're going to lose, you might as well lose to the best. Right. And no one saw him coming out of out of the NL. And a lot of the talk was, you know, Bryce Harper basically mentoring and coaching these guys to get to where they went, got to not only and also correct me if I'm wrong. He DH throughout the entire postseason hurt. So he played hurt. Mm hmm. Basically hit the most important, you want to talk about important, most important baseball in Philly's history, arguably, to get us to the World Series. So, like, I I don't know, man. I think there is an argument there. I think there is. I think there is, you know, I I don't think, I I don't see, I didn't, I I really didn't see Jalen Hurts stepping up to that magnitude in his sport to get to the to the Eagles where where he is. Jalen Hurts has a lot of weapons. Bryce Harper didn't really have a lot of supporting weapons per se. And he did it playing hurt. So and Joel Embiid I, I mean listen 
the NBA, you talk about the center being a, they play positionless sport now. I mean, Joel Embiid is at the top of the key three quarters of the game shooting threes. So it's, he's basically helping transcend this sport in a way for big men moving forward. And mind you, he learned how to shoot a basketball, you know, watching YouTube. So for better, or for worse, there's pros and cons to that. I'm not saying that that's like notable or anything, but like there's something to be said about the talent that this guy has. And in that such a short amount of time, what he's been able to do to bring a shit franchise to like a competitive franchise in such a short amount of time, knowing that all of the support that he was supposed to have Ben Simmons, uh, Markel Fultz, Zaire Smith. Um, they, they all just, they were duds and, but yet he continues to deliver and, and keep his team competitive year after year facing, you know, GMs that, you know, worry more about their fake Twitter accounts and so on and so forth. So I, I don't know. I think there's a lot to, there's a, there's a lot to argue about here in terms of the importance of these athletes on their respected teams in the city of Philadelphia. I don't think you can, I think, you know, Jalen hurts isn't really important right now. He's not playing right now. His team's in the off season. Bryce Harper's team is playing right now. I feel like he is more important right now to the city of Philadelphia. Well, so, we're going to talk I, about timing. I mean, that's I a mean, little different, but I think overall importance to the, the, the sports spectrum of, I was a sports spectrum. That's not, that's not a fair word. Yes. He's not playing right now. Fair point. Fine. But as far as importance to a team, 100% Jalen hurts without a doubt. I don't think anybody else here would, would disagree that he's not the most important piece of the puzzle. And when I say puzzle, his team, his team, but, but you're saying well, you the could, entire you could, city of Philadelphia, like, like the, like if, the, the one athlete in Philadelphia, if, if, if JT rail Muto or, um, Alec Bohm or if Reese Hoskins wasn't hurt and they were hitting fucking 40 home runs this year, we wouldn't be, comp- we wouldn't be worrying about Bryce Harper. Okay. Joel Embiid has had Jimmy Butler. Joel Embiid has had now James Harden. He has had pieces there that they've put around him to help him. As of right now, Jalen Hurts has worked worked and gotten to where he is, where people have given him the keys to the castle. They have now created a, they've built around him now. Now it's his time to quote unquote shit or get off the pot. Now he's got to put up, as I think Bill said earlier, way earlier in podcasts. Before. Thousand he, now, now the pressure's on for him. That's part of the reason why he's also the most important is because now he's every year, as I said earlier today, he's got better. His, he's made his team better. I mean, last year, for God's sake, he was in the Super Bowl. He didn't get it done, but the year before that, they lost in the first round of the playoffs, the wild card round. So incrementally, he's gotten better. Bryce Harper, Joel Embiid. Okay, Bryce Harper last year helps bring the team to the World Series, doesn't get it done. Okay, well, then the expectation this year for Bryce Harper is that I guess he gets to the World Series, but the pressure that's already put on him because he signed a $300 million deal four years ago and has been hurt almost every year since has become a, 
uh, uh, I don't want to say a black cloud, but a little bit of a black cloud, in my opinion, on his career. Not only the fact that he's he's um, de- not to say demanded, but he's screamed to the mountaintops for the likes of JT Real Muto. Tried to get Trey Turner. We're talking about Juan Soto now. Like, how many more guys do you need to screen to the mountaintops to help you, you know, push the sled up the mountain? Or, or can you just do it your do it yourself? Oh, we can't. Because he doesn't pitch and he doesn't play all the other positions. I get that. He's also playing DH, which again, I would argue, if you're playing your position in the field where you're supposed to be doing, because you're getting paid to play that position, you weren't getting paid to DH. You could be playing in the field and helping in the field and also hitting as well. Instead, he's only doing one of those things. So it's the equivalent of a wide receiver only playing 40% of the snaps because he doesn't want to play the rest of the time. Well, we've seen that before. Let's let's, there's a lot to unwrap here. First off, Bryce Harper is a superstar. Superstar athletes have historically never picked Philadelphia. Ever. Superstar athletes do not come here. They don't want to come here. They never have come here. He's the first guy. That's a false statement right off the bat. Who else signed here? As far as Phillies are concerned? I'm talking base. I'm talking all sports. Uh, Jim Tomei. They bring Jim Tomei here to get Jim Tomei was not a superstar. He was not a superstar. He absolutely was a superstar. What's your He was a top. He was a top 25 player in the MLB at the time. John, Bryce Harper is going to go into Canton. There's a different, there's a different okay. level of, of okay. this, and you know that. Go ahead. So if you want to be disingenuous, that's fine. But and, and this, like, oh, he's always hurt. He's always this. The only major injury he's had is the, the Tommy John injury. Everything else, he's missed a couple weeks or, or whatever. Like, and most of his injuries were, like, he, got, he gets hit in the face, and his, his face gets smashed open. That's not his fault. For the record, Jim Tomey's already in the Hall of Fame, just so you, just so you know. Okay. And we got him at the tail end of his career, and then he blocked Ryan Howard for four years. Sorry, you you just made a blanket statement in the beginning, and I'm going to call He's you. He's not a superstar player. He, he also at the time. hated being here. He was at the time. Uh, so, so he he gets a he gets his hand broken swinging a pitch. Like he's not getting hurt because he's lazy or he doesn't take care of himself. He they're just dumb luck injuries, and they're never the same injury. It's we also weird. said the same thing with Carson Wentz. We can sit here and unpack the injury thing. It's a fact that he's been injured, whether whether he stubbed his toe on the beach outside or was hit by a septa bus. He's been injured. Okay, that's fine. Joe Embiid, same thing. If you're not if you're going to eat Shake Shack before playoff games or you're going to be overweight in the offseason, you're injured. Okay, are you going to let anybody else talk? (laughs) So I don't think we can hash the injury thing. We get it. He's been injured. That's a fact. We're not going to sit here and argue okay. that, he, that he, this episode turned, brought I'm to you by Shake Shack. So, uh, so not only did he <laughs> choose to come here, and he's probably going to go into the Hall of Fame. The one guy not drinking on this okay. on this episode. <laughs> it's a word salad by Jesse. Hall so, of Fame. But, then, but it's like you then you look at what he's done since he's come he, come to this team. He's played at a, at a great level every year. For the team, he is a guy that wants to be here, wants to play his entire career here. And then, you know, John always bagged on him that he never he's not a winner. He's not this. He's not that. In the playoffs, he carried the team to the World Series. 
to Matt's point, to like he hit the biggest shots to get them there. And then, unfortunately, he wasn't able to do enough in the World Series by himself to to win it. It's a team game. It's not basketball. It's not five-on-five five where one guy can take over a game. You know that, John. But the pitching, right? The pitching was the problem, right? Well, actually, no. It was the hitting. Oh, okay. Was, That's right. It was, it was actually the fact that we ran into the best team in baseball. <laughs> but oh, again, pitching, like it always is. They didn't lose because of pitching. They lost because they couldn't hit. There, well, there thank you. We understand that just, just Bryce Harper's been hurt. We understand that. Bryce and, Harper, and, and why did why did uh, the Eagles arguably lose? Because Jalen Hurts fumbled the football. I mean, we could sit here and argue that. I mean, of course, you know, that's going to be a pinpoint part of it. Sure. <clears throat> but like, John, you, you say pitching, pitching, pitching. They, no, hold on, hold on. I want to stop you. The argument here was that when today I made the comment that Jalen Hurts is the most important athlete in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, where this. I, I can't from. figure that out. I, I can't figure but that again, out. So let me. So game so one. Of the world. Explain to me how Bryce Harper is the most important athlete in your opinion in Philadelphia sports. That's the discussion here. That's no. The no, but again, uh, not so, not for look, me. I'm, I I want to talk about this pitching thing that John thinks that the Phillies lost because of pitching. Game one, they won six five in the tenth. Game two, they lost two to five. Game three, they won seven nothing. Game four, they lost five nothing because they didn't score any runs. Game five, they lost three two because they didn't score runs. Game six, they lost four one because they didn't score any runs. Like their pitching kept them in games. They kept the hottest team in baseball out, outside of one game. They kept the hottest team in baseball from scoring under five runs every single game. Like they lost because they couldn't get hits. Because yeah, they lost because they gave up. They gave up a fucking home run in like the eighth inning of a of a of a play of a World Series game. Yeah, that was Again. game five. That Again. was game five. Pitching. But like pitching. they lost three to two. They didn't lose thirteen to two. They lost three to two. That's where pitching's important. Sure. It's great. It's great. But keep DHing. Keep keep I mean, how's he doing now? He seems like he's doing pretty pretty good now. I think Bill and I had a discussion earlier this week that he was might even be in trade talks. He's doing so well. No, you're the only one that wants to trade him, John. Everybody else in the city oh, realizes oh, how can special you, he is. Can you please back me up on that? No, I mean, there's, I mean, there was, there was conversation that, um, you know, that there's a chance he would, you know, potentially, you know, have interest in going back to California area. But I mean, I think he squashed that, but, you know, I I don't see how you could keep him and get Juan Soto. I mean, I I don't know where these guys would play, but um, I do agree with John that, um, uh, Jalen Hurts is the most important athlete in Philadelphia. I, I, I really don't think that's checks in the mail, Bill. Thanks. So, so discuss that angle, Bill, because I, I really, I really want to know why this guy who quote unquote lost the Super Bowl for us he didn't lose has it. won nothing I, I, yet that for this play team. that turned the game. But Jalen Hurts had what? Four combined touchdowns, passing and received. And no, I under I understand, but uh, out of the entire city of Philadelphia, 
this guy's the most important. I just because yeah. okay. he was runner up in MVP. He played her too. Don't forget runner got, up, runner up. No one remembers that. Yeah, yeah, I know. But has Joel Embiid made this, made the NBA Finals? I'm not talking about Joel Embiid, and okay. I, I'm not saying well, that he's the most important either. I, I mean, the point I'm trying to get to is. No one particular athlete is the most important. They're all important for different reasons. I just don't understand why it, it it's it has to be this guy. It has to be that guy. It's like if let me ask you a question. If Marcus Mariota was the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, yeah, how would you feel? I mean, you'd have to get behind him and root for him. I'm not saying that he's the most important guy. I'm not saying that Bryce Harper is the most important guy. I'm not saying Joel Embiid's the most important guy. I just, I struggle with like your, your thought process of Jalen Hurts is the most important guy because the Eagles are the most important team in Philadelphia. Like I, I don't, I don't, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I mean, it's the most important position in sports. I, great. That doesn't make him the most important athlete in the city. Like, I just don't understand. I, okay, then name me, a, name me a, a, a more important player in the city. Bryce Harper? No, I'm, you're missing my point. Like, no, I'm not. I feel I'm like listening. there's no, not any one most important player in the city. They're all like, important. they're all important for their own reasons, because they all play different sports that are can't be compared. I mean, they're not comparable. Like, like we said, like football can't be compared to baseball. I guess where we agree, it's barroom talk. Fine. But when it comes down to it, you know, Joel Embiid being injured or Joel Embiid not being on the Sixers yeah. doesn't make them. Okay, so so Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. starts week three, blows his knee out because someone fa- is a failed assignment on the offensive line. So, no, no, I mean, here we go. Case in point, Donovan McNabb, right? Okay. Most important guy in fucking Philly, right? Hurts his ankle, blows his ankle out, right? Yep. And then we go through the, the quarterback carousel. Mm-hmm. Like, so so then who's the most important athlete then? Marcus, Mari- Marcus, Marcus Mariota? Might be. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, come well, I on, think, man. I think what John's saying, and I think what you're not, I mean. Well, I get it. I get it. I get it. But, like, that's just that's just so narrow-minded because – you might think that because football is your favorite sport and Eagles are your favorite team in Philadelphia. That might be why, but that doesn't make them case in point. Like the, the end all be all most important athlete in Philadelphia. Like, well, I I think what, where we're John and I are coming in at is that, um, yes, you know, an NBA superstar is important to winning in a team. Yes. A major league baseball player, Yes, the soccer player that scores a lot of goals is important to his team. Um, but in football, and again, this, you know, I, I don't have statistics to back this up, but I think it's widely consensus that in all of sports, the most one position that is unreplaceable without winning is the quarterback position. 
So I think by default, Jalen Hurts is that guy. You know, Carson Wentz was that guy when he was here. Like, I don't think it's necessarily, you know, saying, oh, well, quarterback's more important than a good linebacker or a good running back. But it's saying it's, you know, look at the facts with the exception of a Nick Foles year or a random, you know, Trent Dilfer year because they have the greatest defense in the in NFL and the Ravens. Nine out of ten Super Bowl winners have elite quarterbacks. You know, NBA. Yeah, this. You know, but and I get your point though because the NBA is the same. Joker was arguably the best player in the league. Won the won the NBA title. Baseball last year. I don't know if you could say you were the like you were the Alvarez or like. You know, maybe they didn't have the MVP in Houston. They just were so stacked it didn't matter. When one the nine, they were an all-star team. So I think what John and I are saying, it's not by default, but I mean, Jalen, you know, we were nine and eight with Jalen as a rookie. Got them, got embarrassed by Tom Brady. He made improvements. Yes, we added A.J. Brown. Yes, Devontae Smith got a year better. Yes, Sirianni, you know, got a year under his belt, got, you know, whatever. But the fact is that Jalen was, was what, uh, 14 and one as a starter last year at the quarterback position, got us to the Super Bowl. We lost by three points to who some are saying is the GOAT and the next GOAT and Patrick Mahomes, you know, went blow for blow. So what we're saying is, I think, and I think I know is that, you take somebody of Jalen Hurts level away from the Eagles, this is probably like a 10 and 17. He he helped elevate this team to be elite. And what we're saying is, when is Joel going to do that for the Sixers? You know, when is, and Bryce started doing that last year. He played amazing. The World Series, he kind of fell off, which was disappointing. But the NLCS, the Brave Series, and the Cardinal Series to get in had big hits. The Brave Series had big hits. The Padres few monster like he played well so I, I get your point it's not fair to put Jalen over Bryce or Jalen over Joel but the fact of the matter is you know that position controls the offense so I'm 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 gonna spin it to you a different way this is kind of like what how I'm thinking about it I'm gonna take you back to 1993 okay in the city of Chicago You want to know who the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears was in 1993 in Chicago? Uh, Maybe Tommy Kramer. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, okay. Okay. You're telling me that he was the most important athlete in Chicago in 1993? No, because they weren't a championship team. The Eagles are a championship. It doesn't matter, guys. The quarterback position is the most important position in football. It's what, what teams ride or die by is what you're saying. Yeah, we're, so we're Chicago, Chicago, Jim Harbaugh is Chicago's more important than Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. It's a Bulls town. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't we're matter. talking. No, they, no. What you're telling me. So then, what you're telling me. I think it matters in, from city. Sure. I think. The, I think the Yankees. Are oh, waiting. so your narrative changes city to city, not sport to sport. You're in Philadelphia. You're saying, well, football. The most important position in football is because you're you because you're biased to the Eagles, you're biased to football, and you're biased to that sport. That's my argument here: is that it doesn't 
it doesn't translate all throughout. Like it, you know, you can't tell me Jim Harbaugh was more important than Michael Jordan in Chicago, but you're going to flip the narrative and say, oh, well, it's a bulls town. And you think they're a bulls town now? They're not a bulls town now. No, they're not anything right now. They're either. not anything right now. They're, they're Blackhawks so, now. But, but what I'm saying is uh, that's my point is that you can't look at it through that lens. If you're, if no one athlete is more important than the other in a city when, when you're going from team to team, sport to sport. If Joel, that, that, had, if Joel Embiid had won one finals or two finals, or even, let's just say one, if he had won one finals already, would he be, would he be the most important athlete in, in Philadelphia sports right now? No. Because he had won. But, okay. But like, I don't even think we can say that Nick Foles was the most important athlete in Philadelphia at the time the Eagles won the Super Bowl. We had no that came out of nowhere. I, I don't disagree with you. It did. That's why it was like a it was like a fairy tale. Right. So and that's but, also why he doesn't and biased biased vibe. He also doesn't get enough respect for what he did based on that. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna that's not the argument here. It oh, but I mean, I mean that, that is. I mean, because if 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 you flip the script on that and you say, okay, Nick Foles wins a Super Bowl and the narrative changed was like, I oh. think, but I think, I think when, when Carson Wentz went down and his leg exploded, we all weren't thinking Nick Foles is the most important athlete in, in Philadelphia right now. I think, I think we did when we realized that we get a buy and we got to go into the playoffs with him. He sure was. Okay. He had to play out of his mind. We okay. would agree, right? You don't think he I mean, was- knowing knowing what we know now? Yeah, it's easy to say that, but well, who was knowing what we knowing what we didn't know then? I don't I don't think we were thinking that. Okay, f- I really don't think we were. Let's Maybe back you were, John, because we know we know where your loyalty lies with the Eagles. But I think I think the city of Philadelphia. I don't I don't think so. Who was the most important player on the Eagles when Carson Wentz went down? Well, I'm not talking about the most important player in the on the Eagles. Your argument is the most important player in Philadelphia sports. That's right. what you're saying. So, do we want to do we want to stick saying, with that, or do you want to keep changing your narrative? Because I, you I, I keep think changing you- your narrative here. Oh, no, no. Jalen Hurts is the most important. I know we keep going back and forth to back to the future. Jalen Hurts is the most important athlete in Philadelphia right now. End of story, in my opinion. I'd love to hear how anyone thinks that anyone else is more important because I haven't heard that. I think you think that everyone's equally important. And I think that that is I think that's admirable. I just don't think that that is I don't think that's quite fair. I think it's just it just. How is it fair or not fair? Well, tell me how Bryce Harper is more important than I'm not saying anyone is more important than the other. That's the thing you're missing here. I'm not saying I never said Bryce Harper was more important than Jalen Hurts. I never said Joel Embiid was more important than Bryce Harper. Jaden Springer is more important. I'm sorry. Jaden Springer is just as important as Bryce Harper. We're talking about the superstars that lead the teams. Okay. Oh, now it's but it's superstars now leading teams. Well, that's what we that's what we that's what we Tyrese Maxey. Is he a superstar? 
Not yet. Okay. James Harden. James Harden. Superstar. Okay. He's just well, as important well, as well, James Harden. Well, arguably, arguably. He's uh, just arguably. as important as Zach Wheeler. Let's not use the same players. Sure. Sure. Oh. Sure. In the respected sports, sure. Okay. I mean, the expectations are in there, in, you know, Zach Wheeler to the Phillies as it Jalen or uh, uh, James Harden to the Sixers. I mean, it's they need to deliver. They need to they need to play their role and 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 earn their keep, which neither have. <laughs> no, Wheeler earned it like Wheeler played well. Wheeler's been playing well. Last year he did. I think yeah, the I think thing that I, I'm sorry, go ahead. I think his arm is still not bounced back from what what we did to him in that run. I, I think what set me off track, John, was when you said Jalen Hurts is the most important player in Philadelphia sport. That's when it was it was said that way. Mm-hmm. That is and we were already talking about Harper. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, we're talking about the superstars. Mm-hmm. Right? But I, I I mean everyone everyone plays an important role on their teams. They should, right? They get paid enough money. Uh I think I, I, I just I I see your I see your I see your your side of it. I just I just I don't know. I don't I don't really really I don't relate to it. So I'll also go into this angle as well. Joel Embiid hasn't lived up to his potential here. He has not. And again, I'll go back to that word that we talked about at the beginning, potential. Mm-hmm. Potential takes, I, I would argue, two, two, two equal parts. It's what you put in and people around you, whether that be yes. coaches and players. Jalen Hurts, in my opinion, has surpassed Joel Embiid, bar none, in the way he approaches his profession, treats his body, um, everything. I mean, I think, I mean, if, if, if that's what you're getting at here, I think Jalen hurts already in his early career is already on a better path. Let's oh, just say that psychopath when it comes to preparing and getting ready. And like, if you took both of those guys and you said, all right, guys, if you run through this wall, you'll win a super, you'll win a championship in your perspective sport hurts would be like, how many times do you want me to do, do it coach? Yeah. Joel's like, nope. can I, can I eat some Chick-fil-A before I attempt to run through this wall? I mean, listen, all this being said, like I love Jalen hurts. Like I, I think he's the guy I want him to be the guy. I think he's, and that's the it, difference between think, you and me. I think he's the perfect guy for the Eagles to lead them to to a Super Bowl, I think I I can I can I can see it happening. Um, I just wish you saw the same in Bryce Harper for the Phillies. That's all. I, yeah, then that, that's exactly what I was going to say. The difference between you and me is I don't I don't like Bryce Harper. I don't like Joe Embiid. I just don't. They they haven't shown me like. Joel Embiid hasn't shown me anything. I've I've haven't wavered from my opinion on Joel Embiid since the the Joey Dark episode where we argued about Giannis and, and Joel Embiid. Right. It, it it is what it is. And that was my point 
when we first started this leading into this segment, I think, um, you know, I think we, we had expectations and there was, we had feelings for Joel Embiid. I'd say maybe three seasons ago that are drastically different now. Mm -hmm. And I think that the issues that we have discussed at nauseam here on this podcast about Carson Wentz years ago, it has the similarities and some differences, but is the same way I feel about Bryce Harper. I got a, I got a question for you now then. God. Knowing, going through all the shit we just went through. Fuck, marry, or kill. Carson Wentz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who would you, who would you trade first? Joel Embiid or Bryce Harper? And answer honestly. Answer honestly. Do I get, the, do I get like the pick of the litter as far as like what I get in return? No, no, no. It's, it's like, I it's like. Me. It's yeah, it's like one of these guys needs to go based on based on what has happened, their it's, performance, their everything that has happened in Philly so far, like one of them needs to go and you got to You're the one that has to pick. I, I think it's it's going to be Joe Hill. Yeah, that's easy money. Yeah, it's much easier to start over in the NBA. Jesse, getting- Bill, there's hope. There's hope for John. How long does that go? There's hope. There's hope. Bryce goes to the Red Sox and wins World Series. Maybe we'll talk. Oh my God! There it is. God, I'm waiting for that. (laughs) Can we talk about our favorite restaurant? Can we talk about our favorite food now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's the perfect ending to that (laughs) argument. We'll bring it back probably in two months, like we always do, and it'll be just as just as heated. But you know, oh, it's all good fun. I mean, I love it. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want from us? We kept it PG for the most part. We only said fuck a couple times. <laughs> good, good, good talk though. I'm not Jesse. Was... Jesse muted John once. That's that's well, good. Okay. That is. Hey, right. We can mute each other. We can. Yeah. Mute. yeah. No, you, your, your version doesn't isn't able to do that. No. I'm just happy. I'm not, I'm just happy. Oh, I can hear what you guys are saying and see your faces. All right. So are, are we, are we switching to, to food? Yes. Because there's, there's something else. I, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> Bill's over. Bill's over it. Bill's just hiding because he has a fanatics Harper Jersey and Harden Jersey. Yeah, well, about bonfire. In my yeah. Backyard. Um, all right. I mean, one of the things that we love just as much as Philly sports is, is food on this podcast. I think, I mean, let's be real. We love, we love good food. We love going out, sitting down, getting a nice meal, taking in the ambiance, right? Been to many restaurants in and out of the tri-state area, eating a wing, um, or two. eating a wing or two. Uh, yeah. So it's time to start, you know, uh, evaluating our experiences and ba- and and rating them as you know over what is you would consider underrated and overrated. And listen, this is totally everyone's opinion. It's subjective for various reasons. Uh, Wait, I thought we were all Zagat rated. Well. 
I've got we're, work, we're working star, on that. Bro. We're working on that. <laughs> so who wants to go first? It's not going to be me this time. I already went first on something else. So it's not going to be me. I, I've been beat up enough tonight. So who has a no brainer on like an overrated underrated? Um, overrated. I got one for sure. 110% is central taco in Westmont or Haddonfield. Mm-hmm. Overrated. Oh, oh yeah. Way overrated overpriced. I've eaten there multiple times. I've gotten multiple gift cards. I've given gift cards before I've eaten there and I've left there two, three times saying, I don't know why I'm going to come back here. I don't feel, um, I'm not picky with Mexican. I mean, I'm, not a picky eater in general. I and I, I don't mind paying for you know paying twenty some dollars for two or three small tacos when it's like banging. But you know, take I'd rather have that. Yeah, I mean that's to me that's the most uh, overrated, um, one of the most overrated places. As is as is the Chop House for a steakhouse. Not a, I think the Chop House is a little overrated. There goes our sponsorship for PJ's restaurant group. <laughs> you know, um, I think underrated. Well, see, I don't know if it's underrated, but I mean, La Esperanza is still probably man Mexican. You're right in my head, Bill. You were right La in my Esperanza, head. La Esperanza, and uh, I mean, it's I don't know if Jesse's been down there because it's Lindenwald. I don't know if he can, comes down this way, but I mean, you know, that for. I mean, the guacamole's on point. The burritos are just insane. And, like, it's it's funny because when I lived in the apartment complex, me, Joey, and Tommy, uh, near it, we would go down there a bunch just to drink and stuff and get some food. And we were there the one time, and we were like, oh, yeah, you know, can we – we were at the bar just drinking, and we were like, can we get – um, you know, we got margaritas or whatever, and we are like, can, can we get an order of queso? And they are like, queso? And yeah, like, they don't do that like, there. They don't do Tex-Mex there. And they were like – well, queso, and we're like, yeah, it's like salsa and like cheese. They came out this like tub of just like Velveeta something cheese. Yeah, they don't do they don't do the Tex Mex there. They weren't getting it. I mean, we were just like you know, but but that's when you knew you were in a, a you know authentic Mexican restaurant or canteen. Yep. But um, but yeah, no, those would be my 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 two for overrated and under and underrated in in the Mexican genre. And I, I, I could go on, but I don't want to hijack the segment. No, I mean, I think I'm going to go with like an obvious, you know, big brand. Um, overrated for me over the years. And it hasn't always been overrated, but over the years, uh, it is, has been chickies and Pete's. Like, it's just oh, ding, ding, completely ding. overrated, overrated now, <laughs> completely. Couldn't complete, agree more, dude. Just. My last couple experiences there, just Put from the more. quality of the food, the speed of the service, and the quality of the service, it all around just like I look around and I'm like, what am I paying this for? Forget service. You guys are Please. fucking our sponsorships. Our people, <laughs> they should be embarrassed to say they serve lobster rolls. Their lobster roll there is bland. There's no taste. It, I, it's probably like that, like... <coughs> It's crab meat you get at the supermarket. Bill, I, Bill, I got news for you. If you're ordering a fucking lobster roll, chickens, and pizza, you got bigger problems, pal. Well, it's it's a it's a it's a seafood bar. No, nah, you don't order a lobster roll of chickens and pizza. One of their like that's like one of their famous items, like that, the crab cakes and shit. Like chickens and pizza is in a place like they don't even and like everything's a la carte. If you order a cheeseburger, it's like 
ten dollars for fries Listen, on the side. This this is what did it for me. This was the straw that broke the camel's back. Okay, it's a tower of beer. We had no. We had a, a a mediocre meal there once, and I ordered a coffee at the end of my meal. Mm. Okay, got through the coffee kind of quick. Waitress asked me if I wanted a refill. I said, "Sure, we're hanging out, having a good time." Okay, get the bill. She charged me for both coffees. Okay, this uh, place this place is printing money, printing money, and they charged me for uh, in South Jersey of all the diner capital of the world. They charged me for a coffee refill. I'm out. Again, for salsa in a Mexican restaurant. I'm out. Sorry, sign sealed, delivered. Out. I'm at chickens and peats. Unless I'm with like clients and I can expense it, it's like, yeah, I'm not going chickens and peats. I can kiss them. Kiss unless my your clients, rest. unless your clients want to go there, you're out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, nah. All right. Yeah. So underrated for me, the one that comes to my mind is, <clears throat> you know, the king of cheesesteaks. Throughout Philadelphia is always Geno's and Pat's, right? I know where people, I, I know where he's going with this. Underrated thousand percent Jim Steaks on South uh, Street. I don't want to hear any anything else. Jim Steaks does not get the respect. They're currently re- doesn't get respect. The real ones now. It just, it just, it never comes up. Like it never, I, 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 you know, Monday night football in Philadelphia, it's always Pats and Gino. It's like, go down to the real deal where you can, where, where it's, you get a variety, you know, it's not just this regurgitated slop, hmm? right? The place that begins with the D that's real famous for Del Sandro's. Del yeah. Sandro's. Very good too. Angela is supposed to be really good too. I don't think I've ever had them though. They're apparently supposed to be one of the best in. Uh... But look, Jim's unfortunately wow. caught fire for whatever reason. I don't know. They're rebuilding. I wish them luck. Respect. No, Who's ne- the two good ones, Matt. Who's next? What are your Jesse's? I'm curious about, curious about Jesse's. So my overrated is PJ's. They suck. Jesse, I'm on board. They got bought out by a New York, like, they conglomerate and their wings suck. Their everything sucks. I'm food on sucks now. Their food, their food used to be so good. Uh, Those are our sponsors calling saying you've been canceled. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, he used to be. PJ used to fucking be eating at the Nuggets in. PJ's <laughs> another underrated place. <laughs> you want to talk about underrated? Uh, the the Berlin Farmers Market uh, clam bar underrated. Oh, no. Yeah, for for foodborne parasites for, 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 for food poisoning but uh no but jesse thousand percent pj's in the day was legit and it sucks now it's terrible it's fine right, jesse ding ding you're correct uh and my underrated i don't know if it's fair to really say it's underrated but uh polizzi social in south philly is what do they do there like what are they known for i don't, I don't think i know them uh, it's a small little place. It's a club. You need to have a membership to get in. Um, they make all their pastas and breads fresh every day. They're one of their best things is um a raviolo. So it's like a basically almost like a giant ravioli with an egg yolk in the middle of it that they then baste in uh brown butter, sage and brown butter. Um, 
They do gnocchellinis with a uh, braced short rib on top. They do brujol. Show you my brujol. I'll give you brujol. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you brujol. <laughs> it, it fucking slaps. And they have a, an amazing a cocktail program. <laughs> they have an amazing cocktail program. It, it's it's a fantastic place. I thought you might have gone Bricka for overrated. Yeah. No, no I don't want to sponsor. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Listen, no we're already at an hour 19, okay? That's a different episode. <laughs> so, uh, again, I I can, you know, the, the gripe I had with them was not in the quality of the food. Oh, oh here was, we go, John. He's going down. It, it's going to go no, It was, it was the food was phenomenal. Their service is atrocious. So that's why I don't go there anymore. So, like, it's it's one thing if, like, the food was shitty and I would, you know, talk shit on. I can't because their pizzas are awesome. Their cheesesteaks are ridiculous. Their service sucks. Mm. So I won't go back for that reason. Like Short rib sandwich isn't that good. Mm. So it doesn't like to give anybody second chances. That's just no. Dude, I went. I had two shitty. I had two shitty. <laughs> two strikes in the, in, the, in, the, in the city. In the city of second chances. Yeah, Jesus. I went there. I had a bad experience. I was like, you know what? Maybe it's just a weird thing. I'll go back. I went and it was another one. I was like, you know what? I'm done because their fucking food is expensive. So it's I wish like, I was a bird on a wire there. Expensivity. We're not talking. We're over here. it's tough. The amount of restaurants we have to choose from in this area, which we're you know spoiled with. Two strikes. It's I don't know if I give people a chance for a third. So yeah, I no, sorry, sorry, bro. Like too what? many places to choose from. Man. One is you know one is it it happens. The second one, I'm like you know what I'm done with you. Like yeah, I'm sure you came the same happy situation. Too. Like if it was shitty service the first time, Jesse, then maybe like food you didn't like. It's like all right, whatever. But when it's the same problem back to back times, I can get that. Yeah, and and I mean, like I said, the food is ridiculous, but. Yeah, we don't want you. Stay out of it. And 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 anyway, like now, <laughs> get the fuck out. Get, yeah, yeah. I can find service. It's fine. Then, fuck out of here. If I Come want on. if I want good pizza closer to me now, I'm gonna I would go to Slice. Good pizza Hut. Enjoy pizza Hut. All right, get your book club. No, I would go to Slice, which is book near it, baby. Book it. Okay. Yeah, a little serious. Pizza, pizza. pizza okay. Pizza. All right, John. Last but not least, Top House. Fuck PJs. Wait, what happened? Overrated. Chop house. Yeah, there it is. I told there it you is. it stuck. It's stuck. Bringing like the hammer bring the hammer down. Gonna go there's many places other than Chop House to get steaks. And I'm going from home area, not down here area. It's a little bit different down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure if I were to stay home, yeah, Chop House, if I were gonna get a steak, I wouldn't go there. Overpriced. Go right down the corner, go to the library, it's right down the road. Oh, yeah, the library, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Go to, go to, uh, go to uh, uh, Capitol Grill. The go pub. to Gimbellos. Yeah. Any choices other than the Chop House? Chop House doesn't do it for me. Um, it's been a while since I've been there, so that's, I'll put I'll, I'll I'll mention that. Underrated's tough for me. It's tough for me. I'm not I'm not like a foodie like you you guys are. Um, underrated. It's underrated. Oh, not I haven't been there in a while. I'm oh, sorry, Bill. I was going to say, if you were doing, you're bringing teen, I would recommend wherever you get salads from since they don't give you dressing and order salads. But hey, that's just me. Two and strikes for Alton. Underrated. And it's been a while since I've been there. But Captain Cat's Clam Bar. Oh, um, Voorhees. 
There's one in there's one near Jesse in Deptford. Um, there's one near uh, Adam Wittenberger out in like Malaga area, like where he is, Franklinville. Captain Cat's Clan Bar is underrated for Thompson seafood. Thompson keeps telling me I need to go there, but like Amanda doesn't like that sort of seafood, so I'd have to go there by myself and just crush clams. And it's Can't you get like, it to go? Like, isn't it the go place, John? We, we, oh, went, to, they, we went to school with a guy who um, I think so his family great. might still own the they one in Voorhees. Eagle Plaza. Yeah, yeah. So, so not – no, 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 no. You, you're getting confused. Captain Katz is off 90, 295 in, in West Effort. Yeah, it's it's over near me, Matt. And the other one's right near Adam Winberger. So what the hell's in Voorhees, Matt? What's, what's, We're what's thinking of the fucking – the fucking um, – the Voorhees – what the fuck? I'll have to ask Becca. She would know. The, um, the seafood place over there in Voorhees. I forget the fucking name it is. Yeah, it's in the plaza there. I know yeah, you guys are all – which is, is not bad, by the way. I've been there. It's not bad. Cap'n it's Cat. called Cap'n Cat Cap'n Clam Cats. Bar, right? Yeah. Cap'n Cat Clam Bar, Voorhees Town. The other one's Jersey. Cap'n Cats. Oh, Cats. A little, little confusing. Well, hold on. It's spelled both ways online here. Cap'n Cats menu oh. in Bur- You can't, can't even go Voorhees. on the website because they're closed, it says. That's when you go on. Oh, you can't see it. You can't Cap- even go on the website. It says closed. Check yeah. it back in the morning, jerk off. Oh. <laughs> Either way. Well, somebody didn't pay their hosting bill. All right. So, whatever. Location aside. Yeah, Captain Cat. Go there for fucking seafood. It's good shit. Okay. All right. All right. Well, 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 what kind of seafood are we talking about? Are we talking Plenty about we talking about oyster we talking about a raw bar? Are we talking about I don't fuck cakes? With the raw bar shit. I like I like crab crab. But well, does it have a raw bar? Yeah, goddamn right it does. It's got everything. All right. All right. Fucking you want some fucking monkfish? They got monkfish. Yeah. All right. I think I don't know. I'll tell you who stepped up too on a roundabout. We can end it. Is poorhouses? I I usually have always have solid meals at the poorhouse, and that's poorhouse is probably the uh, the straightest of the arrow. There. Yeah. yeah, like whenever I go there, I mean their wings are solid. They're you solid know what I love about the poorhouse too is just the environment yeah, and the vibe. It's like it's like music memorabilia. It's just the way it's laid out. The bar. You know, it, oh, you'd I fucking beat off in there with the fucking records and posters oh, and shit. God, it's a wet dream. It's, it's, it's like, a wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wet dream come true. It's just, and, you know. And here's an underrated thing about that spot, Matt. Upstairs is a, yeah, is a, it's a hidden, little, it's a hidden gem. Mm-hmm, hidden gem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when up there, that's another thing we could talk. That's there. that's a future episode. Hidden gems. Oh, I want to know. Everyone's little hidden gems in, you know, their respective areas go in the tri-state area. Pocket for later. There's some there's some good ones. I know. I know we all have. Starts with a Brie, ends with a Co. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, you hear that, Jesse? Woo. Kidding. I have another one. I was just kidding. Zing. Oh, my Lord. All right. Well, shout, shout out listen. to Vincenzo if he's listening. We've done enough damage. Okay. So, I'm Metal Matt. I love Big John Stud. Love you, buddy. I love you, right. I've been drinking. Go, go Birds. Go, go Jalen. I love them. All right? It's the one thing. All right? We can argue and bitch and moan and complain about on this podcast, but the one thing, it's, it's out of love and respect, I'll and it's for it. the one thing. It's, it's for the common goal is the, 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 uh, health and wealth and success of our Philadelphia sports teams. Right? It's true. It's true. So, 
for Metal Matt, Big John Stud, Caleb, Bob Bill. Be good. Go birds. <laughs> <laughs>